What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am one of the hosts, Hebrew Hammer, and I am joined, as always, with uh, Muggin. Yo. And then, of course, we have Dehooch. Yeah, not all, not as always. <laughs> True. <laughs> not quite as always. Um, nope. But let's go ahead, before we get to the announcement, right? Let me go ahead and get through the shameless shilling real quick, okay? Go, go for so it. So we don't have dust that distracting us. So first of all, thank you all very much uh, for all you patrons out there supporting us. We really, really appreciate it. Um, if anyone wants more information on that, make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash pod where you can find out a whole bunch of different things about the tiers we have. And if you have any questions about it, you can, of course, contact us on our Discord, discord.me forward slash ANR, where you can join in. Just go to the role assignment section, pick out anything that interests you, and um, yeah, you can join on the conversation. And then the last thing you can do to really help us out that's totally free is you can go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. That would be super, super helpful. All right. Let's go ahead and jump to the very interesting news. Very interesting, very important news. Yes, the groundbreaking news. All right. So, Hooch, tell us about this news. Um, so, uh, I'm just gonna be the type to rip the bandaid off. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. this is going to be my last podcast. Um, over the last couple of weeks, months, actually, uh, I've taken on a new role at work and, um, it's kind of resulted in me wanting to focus, uh, more on learning the ins and outs. I switched, I totally switched, uh, career paths. I went from being like QA lead to uh, a designer. So, with Which is objectively whole, cooler, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 no, absolutely. I can now literally say I make games for a living. I mean, you can't get Hell much yeah. cooler than that. Um, so as a result, I've I've wanted to dive a little bit more into learning that discipline. Um, and I think it's, it's kind of taken me away from being able to do what I felt was enough for the podcast um, in terms of like consuming entertainment to be able to talk about it. Um, you know, and then there's also the flip side of like, it, 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 and when I, when I did get a chance to consume that entertainment, it was more of like I was doing it because of the podcast, not doing it because I wanted to and then wanted to talk about it. Right. Right. Um, it kind of and that, that was a that was a bad feeling. I didn't feel like it did any justification for like for you guys, for the listeners, for, for myself, my family, anything. So I decided that um, now is a good time to take that as an indication of maybe it's time to step back. Um, I would still be available if you guys want to do any sort of like one-offs or something, or there's a big thing that comes out. We want to talk about it or whatever. But I think as far as the weekly podcast goes, this is my last one. Yeah. I mean, and I want to, before okay. I, I want to thank, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you, Hebrew and Muggin and Chewburger and Pika and everybody who was like, you know, involved with this. Um, truly like it was like freaking amazing. I had so much fun doing this. Uh, including our, you know, six-hour sessions <laughs> early on. <laughs> oh my god! I actually forgot about that until now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like it, it's it's all been a blast. So uh, yeah. I've got to know a lot of people, uh, both in the Discord and just you know, and then of course through the OG podcast dudes as well. So it's like you know, so many things have happened as a result of joining this podcast, and I'm like super thankful 
And I'm totally going to look back on this as an awesome point in my life. That being said, let's move on. All right. Fine, quick thing. Fine. Just want to mention, first of all, congratulations. Second of all, now, just because like I feel like I can guilt you into it, you can be the one to make the game that I pitched you so long ago. Or not so long ago, <laughs> but like a month ago. So just keep that in your mind. Don't tell anyone because it's top secret. All right. But keep yeah, that yeah, in your yeah, mind, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, right. I can pitch that to you. Yes. Um, you could, you could, yeah, we run yeah. through it now. Say that last <laughs> part again. I said we can run through it now, like, uh, you know, get the resources behind it, right? Exactly, exactly. I actually do, all right, well, we'll talk about it later. But yes, yes, I'll get you, I'll guilt you into shit now. That's basically the, the point of this. But um, yeah, obviously, sad to see you go, but you'll come back on occasion and he'll still be in the pod, or I mean, I'm sorry, in the Discord, rather. Um, you oh, already said yeah. that you would still hop in for an occasional episode on Click or Skip as well, which would be super fun. So if you guys want to listen to him there, you know, get him interested in a TV show and he'll show up. <laughs> and and oh, one more him. thing. <laughs> one more thing. If you kick off a, a D&D based podcast, whether it's in Rune Terror or anything else, let me mm-hmm. know. I've been listening to so much Nad Pod. I'm like, I want to do this shit now. Bro, always in the works, my friend. Always in the <laughs> works. So right. hopefully we can make that one that we talked about happen. And that would be yep. really, really cool. So. Yep. All right. Um, but let's go ahead and move on uh, to all the news that we have. So the first thing we're going to talk about, go through the movies and TV, of course. Uh, Umbrella Academy. No, Whose is this? I am curious. This is mine. This is mine. After weeks of saying, you have to see Umbrella Academy, yes. I finally started watching Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm four, I just finished the fourth episode earlier today, actually. And just because and it's episode, I mean, uh, season one. Season right? one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm stuck straight out the gate. So, okay. like, I like it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. I mean, there are some parts of it where it's like, ah, I know this is going to be a long, slow burn for this freaking storyline or whatever. But can we just get to the end of it? It's like, come on, just get to the end of it. <laughs> uh, but but overall, yeah, I'm. It, it's it's almost everything that everybody has said, and I know people have said like there are so like it just gets so much crazier uh, going in um, that uh, you know just just stick with it, keep going, and I'm going to. Um, so, you know, now that I have more time on my hands, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the time that I do have, uh, so yeah, I, I, I'll let everybody know, um, in the discord, like what I think when I finally get to the end of the whole spiel, cause it's what, 10 episodes per season or three seasons, 10 episodes per season, three seasons. Yeah. And I will yeah. say, no, nah, I don't want to say anything about that, but it's, it's a great, <laughs> it's really a great series. Like it, it's rewarding to watch. Um, but yeah, as I can see, Muggin also just wrote in his own. Because he's watching it too, apparently. So, how yeah. about you? How are you feeling about it? No, I, I love it. I'm uh, on my seventh. Epi- I'm at seventh episode, of season one. I, I've been meaning. I watched the first like couple episodes when it very first came out, but just never right had time to watch Stuck it. Stuck in, and, uh, yeah. So, I finally was like sitting up one night and bored, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna watch this now." So mm-hmm. then I've been subsequently sucked right in. So. Yeah, it's awesome. I have to say, like, and tell me if you guys agree, because like I really don't know enough people that watch this show, and it, to me, it's just so baffling because I, I think it's brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, f- five, you guys know that the teleporting kid, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. He's one of yeah. the best a- actors I've ever seen in my life, honestly. Yeah, that that kid who's acting. Yeah, I mean, he's he's really good. It's insane, dude. Like. 
I just at least have to say that because that guy, like, he needs some props for. Mm-hmm. for He's no Jake Lloyd, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm not that delusional. <laughs> I, I just wanted to say that. I think, I think that came up the other day. We were at work. We were talking about last action here. No, was it? No, uh, Jingle All the Way. And I'm yeah. like, Jingle All the Way is proof that Jake Lloyd should not have been cast as anything. <laughs> I it's I really can't argue against that too much. So yeah, I'm gonna leave that be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all right. Well, let's go ahead. We have so many things to talk about today, surprisingly. So let's go ahead and move on. There's more movies and TV shows. Um, the Groot trailer dropped finally that we heard about from a long time ago. It's all about Baby Groot. So what did you guys think about this in the trailer, Muggin? Well, I think the first thing is that uh, it's you know it's it says it's going to be shorts, so right. I, I guess we should expect what five to seven minutes. I would hope so. I don't think it can sustain itself longer than that. Yeah, so it looks like you know they're going to be some cute little episodes. Um, yeah, I mean I'm all for it. Watch it with the kids, get a little laugh. Mm-hmm. Baby Groot's funny. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> uh, I know my kids are going to love it. Uh, yeah. obviously I, um, you know, without, without having to watch it because of, you need know, to talk about it or whatever, I'll, I'll see if I can get around to it at some point, but there are no <laughs> I have a feeling you'll never end up seeing this one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? I mean, it's, it, if the, if the episodes are short enough, I mean, it's, it's true. It's not much of an investment, I'll... right? No, exactly. It's yeah. not yeah. like I'm watching a 20 episode, you know, hour long show or anything exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, I suppose that's true. If it was longer, I, I wouldn't be in on it. But yeah, if they're like short, short, then yeah, I'll probably give it a go. But honestly, it doesn't interest me too much. Like it looks really high quality, which is good. Um, yeah. But I just don't see like how it's going to last very long. Like keep my interest for very long. Yeah. Um, but we'll, <laughs> we'll have to see. But the next one that we're going to talk about, this is big news. So the new Lord of the Rings uh, series trailer dropped. I think it was, was it yesterday? Or today? Uh, today. Today, okay. Um, it looks, I'm just going to give my brief thought on it first. It looks astounding to me. Um, I cannot wait to see this one. All the characters look great. It looks really high quality. It looks, I, I think, Muggin, actually, you mentioned this um, to me in a, a message earlier, but you, it's like movie quality, right? Yeah, if you put this trailer next to the trailer for any of the Peter Jackson movies, you wouldn't be able to tell that it was done by a tell. different group. And, and it's probably because it's probably done by the same fucking guys. I mean, he probably hired the same team. <laughs> if not, he's got ILM mm-hmm. on it for sure, but... Yeah, I mean, I thought I watched that trailer and I was like, "Is it is it still a TV show or is it like a movie?" So you know, I I've, <laughs> I have heard that that Jeff Bezos is a massive Lord of the Rings fan and this is like his little pet project and they have spent a butt ton of money on it. Um, right. I think they're gonna. I think they're shooting for most expensive per episode TV show ever, based on what I've seen so far. Because even like a lot of the other fantasy shows don't look like they're going to the same length as this one. You know, especially because this one has a lot more magic in it, um, which generally leads to more special effects. I guess exactly costly. Yeah, absolutely. Like so, in watching the the trailer, like you're right. Like the visual effects on the trailer, just on the trailer itself 
um, and the costuming and the cinematography, like everything, you couldn't really tell the difference between that and, uh, you know, the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings, which is a good, good feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the story looks like it's going to be pretty widespread and interesting, so um, definitely looking forward to seeing their interpretation of it. And I say that specifically because, like, and, and I know I know that there are people who are not taking this viewpoint of it, but this is an artistic interpretation of something. It is not a perfect, direct, exact retelling of the Lord of the Rings, whatever book. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people that have been, you know, there's been, we've talked about this before, the controversies and the, oh my God, oh, yeah. why does this person have a beard? And that person <laughs> why has is there a black, black dwarves and <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. It's just yeah. like, Take it for what it is and enjoy the fact that you're getting some really high quality content in a universe that you enjoy and just enjoy it as a new story as opposed to something that has come before. And I think you'll everyone will like it a lot more. I think this will be one of those things where it's just like because like even from granted it, it's short and I don't have a lot of context, but like everything just seems so well done like everyone's lines were de- delivered well nothing came off cheesy in the trailer so like i feel like it's going to be one of those things mm-hmm. where once it airs people are just going to be like yes like uh, forget the controversy right yeah. like that's what like I when hope. yeah exactly like with uh nick fury whenever you know they made him black in in the movies and like no one gave a shit after the very first time we saw him right cuz they were like yes this is right. Samuel Jackson killed it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's hopefully it'll have that same effect where people will just not give a shit anymore after this. Right. But, um, oh, people are going to give a shit because people are shitty. True. But hopefully that that <laughs> amount of the amount of people that do give a shit will shrink down to nothingness <laughs> and they can just we be yelling so. in their own little echo chamber. Yeah, um, we hope so. Yeah, we hope. But all right, let's go ahead and talk about the next Really big thing, which uh, thankfully someone put in because I forgot about this one. I know. How do we forget about this? Yeah. (laughs) The D&D movie trailer. I, you know, I'll save my comments for the end. Hooch, you go first on this one. Uh, So as somebody who hasn't like regularly played D&D and have just kind of recently gotten into the thing, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned before, listening to the Nad Pod. Oh, dude, I love those guys. They're hilarious. Amazing. Um, I've. Yeah, I think I might need to dig into some critical role next. We'll see. Um, that's a that's a heftier ask, though. That is far um, heftier. <laughs> yeah, that's much. Uh, but like the, I was I was wondering where the trailer was gonna go because it was called the Dungeons and Dragon movie, and I was like, oh, is it gonna be like they're cutting between like real life and fantasy, where it's like people are actually playing D anD D and they're showing us what's happening? Like, that might be mm-hmm. kind of cool, but it's not. It's not. It's just a hundred percent. Like the movie is based in the world of Dungeons and Dragons, which in and of itself is kind of cool because there was a bunch of things that they paid that were like, you know, if you're a fan, you immediately recognize this thing. Like I saw a mimic and I saw was a gelatinous cube and then the owlbear and it's like, oh, great. Even me as a casual D&D fan, I can immediately recognize this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and of course, it has Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez. uh, Oh, so who else? Bridgerton uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, Roger Jean, French dude name. I don't remember what his last name is. Uh, and then, uh, uh, oh my God, why can't I remember his freaking name now? The British dude that was with Elizabeth Hurley and uh, screwed that up. Uh, 
God. <laughs> See, I, I explained it as I was talking to someone. I was like, yeah, man, it's got Star Trek guy and uh, Bridgerton guy and Fast and the Furious girl in it. Like, oh, and Star nice. Trek guy. That's what I said. I started it's, with Star Trek. He said Star Trek guy. Oh, you started yeah. with Star Trek. Star okay. Trek guy, yeah. Bridgerton yes. guy, Fast and the Furious girl. Like Hugh Grant. And there then random yeah. girl I recognize but don't know what she's from. The druid chick. Yeah. Oh, oh, but, yeah. oh, this was the and let me go ahead and, and take the reins on this one now because I have to mention this one. Huge Hugh Grant fan here. Love him uh-huh. and so many things that he's done. But I gotta say that was a weird pull. Whenever I saw him as one of the cast members, there I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I immediately knew I was like, "This is either going to be epic and he's gonna crush it, or it's going to be the worst thing ever." Where you can tell he just does not give a shit, and he's literally just doing this for a paycheck. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, listen. Hopefully, it's but, not. But. So from what I saw. I'll give my mm-hmm. my quick two cents. So from what I saw, I think it looked it looks like it's going to be high quality. They've obviously got some money behind it to get the the three leads that they've gotten because um, mm-hmm. it's not like those guys are super cheap and they don't have anything better to do. Um, but I I definitely got like PG thirteen Vox Machina vibes. You know what I mean? Like where it was like, oh, that Vox Machina thing did really good. Let's uh. Let's make that live action <laughs> and tone it down so it's on that PG thirteen level, you know. With Granted, I'm not sure how the, it got how that one was PG thirteen. Honestly, this one I feel oh, like Vox is PG thirteen. No, 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 no. He was saying okay, like there we go. The this Vox feels like they made a PG thirteen version of it, like with okay, of, about to say like yeah, that I they were like, getting drunk and that they were yeah. you know. I mean, obviously every D and D party starts at the bar, but you know what I mean. It just it just kind of had that vibe and. And I'm very much tempering my expectations because D and D movies have burned me before. There was a D and D movie, and the trailer yeah. looked good, and then the movie was terrible. So I'm just gonna go with I am stoked to see it, but Groot. don't have high expectations for it to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, understood. I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of in the same situation right now for that. But let's go ahead and move on uh, to the next show. So we're going to be talking about Resident Evil. It's that new Netflix exclusive series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you are the only one to have actually watched any of it, Megan. I thought you were watching it for the clicker scale. I That's did. Why I watched watch, it. I did watch uh, about twenty minutes of one episode. Oh, okay. Well, I only watched two episodes, so <laughs> okay. it's not like I so, finished it or anything. But, is Hebrew right. saying he's already going to skip? <laughs> yeah, that's no, pretty much what it might do my, my plan is to, to watch it, but you know, I'd much rather spend my time with Umbrella Academy. Like I watched an yeah. episode of Umbrella Academy, then Resident Evil came out, and I was like, well, let me watch that. And one night I watched two episodes, and the next night I was like, yeah, I would rather watch Umbrella Academy. So I, I'll get back to it, but like... My my quick take on it is one is it's not terrible. Um, I think they're doing an interesting thing where they're kind of doing this split timeline where they're showing you, you know, I think it's twenty thirty six, which is like way mm-hmm. after the outbreak, and then they're showing you twenty twenty two, which is when it happens, and mm-hmm. it's like the same character in both times. So you're getting to kind of and they're and they're kind of leaping back and forth. So you're seeing like there's like. 15 minutes in 2036 and then 15 minutes in 2022 and the, you know what I mean so it's kind of an interesting juxtaposition to see that um, 
So I think they're doing a pretty good job with that. Um, it's a less confusing Witcher. Way less confusing because they tell you right <laughs> off the jump, this is this year, yeah. this is this year. And it's very <laughs> apparent which one is which. Um, you know, one is post-apocalyptic and the other one is nice and clean suburban life. Um, yeah. The thing that I don't I don't like about it is they, they it's kind of started off in this like slower burn feel. But then it went straight into the, you know, bonkers ass crackers, fucking Resident Evil ridiculousness that they, for some reason, feel the need to do with this franchise. Right. Uh, versus kind of stick to the whole fact that Resident Evil was a horror game about a couple of cops that were dealing with something they had no idea what it was in a house, you know? Um, exactly. So the, I don't know if this is really a spoiler, but I'm going to say something about a particular scene. So. There's a part where a character gets attacked, right? And they, you know, they don't get bit or anything, but they get hurt and they get found by another group. And that group makes it a, it, they, they, the show made it a very, like, keen point that the guy looks at her and they're like, "What's going on?" And he's like, he's like checking around. He's like, "Well, she's uh, looks like she's got internal bleeding and she's definitely got a concussion, maybe some bruised ribs. She's in bad shape." And you're like, oh, shit, like, that chick is in trouble. So then then they show this particular character wake up. And she, when she gets off the bed, right, she's doing the, like, oh, man, my ribs hurt, you know, thing. And mm-hmm. then literally five minutes later, she's running at full speed, jumps off of a three-story wall, lands on, a, on, lands on her side on a metal container, and then proceeds to get up and run away while fighting a horde of zombies, punching them and shit. And I'm like, why, why did you? Why did you do that? Like, why did that does it does it make any sense? Um, and that's the stuff. I know that shit drives you fucking bonkers, Eru. But like, yes. that's the kind of stuff that like, if you're gonna make a point to tell me how screwed up this person is, don't then have them jump off of this thing and be fine. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just like there was no reason to draw so much attention to it. So it's definitely one of those. And then then they're trying to like explain the outbreak and like science and testing and this stuff and then you're like then you do that so it like kind of discredits the whole other side of the coin that they're trying to show um mm-hmm. so that's was that's what uh kind of frustrated me about it but it's definitely high quality and stuff so yeah i i definitely agree with you that i i guess i share the sentiments on the fact that it, it did look good right like mm-hmm. i could tell there was quality in it and that they put a good amount of money into the it, acting yeah, seemed it good did, yeah it, it did i I just think that the same thing as I think you specifically mentioned this word and I agree with it so much. Um, Like there's a level of desperation to the games, right? That we have not really seen in the movies except for maybe kind of the first one. Yeah, I would say Um, so. But yeah, like I I really do want that vibe more so because I think you could do so much more with it than Mm -hmm, just bullets, ammo, and guns so yeah why does every zombie have to be able to run at like full speed like where's right, my shamblers exactly. that are just like super slow like yeah and, and you make the environment like the issue right yeah. so that's what you know makes those kinds of monsters that are even super slow and ridiculous like well, it's even the fear. more dangerous it's your fear of those monsters that make them the right. problem it's like you could outrun a zombie all day long but you're fucking scared shitless tripping over shit you shouldn't be tripping over because you're just like what the hell is going by? What? You know what I mean? And that's exactly 
that's the part of it where you're like so so we've gone we've gone all all the way to the whole like the future is so far in the future it's been 14 Mm -hmm. years since the outbreak that that they're like over it so now now they're they're not really afraid of a single zombie anymore and that's where Mm -hmm. i think the the series the games are back at the whole person who's never seen a zombie has to now deal with a zombie in most cases right um, yeah so that's just all right me. well let's go ahead and move on yeah. to the next show or next not show actually movie it's actually been out for a little bit too but um muggin you just saw it so jurassic world dominion yeah what it just think? hit uh, early access streaming so my wife and son are huge jurassic world fans or jurassic anything fans really so um and i enjoy them too so we we cracked out the the bucks and rented this bad boy <laughs> and uh, i enjoyed it i mean it was a fun little romp yeah it had some real stupid stuff in it um as 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 it do um mm-hmm. but my <laughs> wife liked it my kid liked it i enjoyed sitting and watching a movie with the fam it was a good popcorn flick um i'm not gonna get too deep into you know well that's not how dinosaurs work you know it's like whatever dude it's a dinosaur movie like with with dudes so yeah, I thought yeah. it was fun. <laughs> the uh, dinosaur right. movie with that Guardian of the Galaxy guy, huh? Or with that with that Parks, it's a, it was a dinosaur movie with that Parks and Rec guy, yeah, like exactly. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. guy. But he's not fat anymore. <laughs> and he's buff. I yeah. uh, I will say that for that movie specifically, I just I can't take it because I don't know. It's just like there's there's one thing that we're so, and I probably mentioned this before, but. There's just one thing that humans are so good at, and that is killing off things. And so, if there was dinosaurs, like seriously, lar- especially the the larger they are, the easier it'd be to take them out. <clears throat> we take them out so fast. But yeah. things like the, like the little tiny, like remember in um, what was it, Jurassic Park two? Remember those little uh-huh. carnivorous ones? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, those yeah. Yeah. those fuckers would be hard to take out because there'd be so many of them and, and you can't you know easily see them and, and kill them quite yeah. as well but like those kinds of things that could you know destroy an ecosystem I thought that they were going to kind of lean more into that mm-hmm. as opposed to like we're now living along with dinosaurs it's like no we'd fucking kill all those dinosaurs and then we'd sell everything that we possibly could with them which you saw a little bit of in the movie but it's just not realistic that we'd even get to the point where we'd be having to live alongside them yeah, if we didn't no, want for to. sure um, yeah. But anyways, uh, and Lasuch, did you have something to say in that? I don't remember. I think you already saw uh, it. Right? I, I, think you I didn't see it. it. No, didn't no, see no, 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 no. Oh. Didn't see it. Didn't plan on seeing it. Well, I just ruined um, part of it. For nah, you, maybe. Nah, trust no? me, man. I, I don't. I don't plan on seeing it. Well, I the <laughs> cat's out of the bag. There's dinosaurs in the movie. So. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, but let me go ahead and hop to the next one. This one's interesting. I think we can all get in on this one. Star Wars um, Acolyte mm-hmm. cast announcement. Yep. So we finally have a little bit of details um, on Acolyte. What are you guys thinking? It's going to be set at the the high, was the the yeah the High Republic, high Republic. era, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I'm, so look, I'm eight, looking scanning eight, through the yeah, article. The High right Republic. Now. It's 800 yeah. years yeah. before Episode One. So, what do you guys think about this being the area that they settled on? I'm fine with it. I mean, I would prefer if it was like full old Republic, you know, Same. thousands yeah. of years, so that there's like literally you can do whatever you want and not have to worry about really having any effect on the current timeline. But even 800 years is 
better. You know, right? far enough. I mean, the only character that we would even have a chance of seeing at that point would be Yoda. Um, right. Since he was, you know, 900 in, um, what was it, Return of the Jedi or, or Empire that he said that. E- either way, he, he would be it was Jedi you know, in his late... 80s to his 100th year <laughs> at this point so <laughs> he'll have been around the block but uh is it definitely wait, a is it 100? chicken versus his it's, later appearances i thought i read it was 100 years before phantom menace right no it's it's like 800 years oh is, is it i see only 100 what the hell does the article say only 100 or did i think it's only 100 I high, high republic the, hold on i'll look it up this yeah, is, yeah. This the is Acolyte is set a century before the events of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. That's according to this article. Like, it could be wrong. Like, I think the High Republic spanned quite a bit of time, though, didn't it? Like, the Old Republic was like thousands of years or whatever. Oh, I found the infographic. I want to go back. I don't remember the um, time period on it, but either way, it's you know, uh, there's enough distance there to. Yeah, separation. Yeah, exactly. Well, two, I mean, two, it still goes like two hundred years before the Phantom Menace. Is it two hundred? Okay, yeah, I mean, your, your point still the age of the Jedi. Yeah, okay. your point is still the same. Like the I think only maybe that was the only character that I had read. Yeah, the only character that we have a chance of really seeing is Yoda. Still so. Yoda. There's not many I, I, characters. The one thing I'll say about it though is I, <laughs> I feel like it depends on I guess what they do with it, right? But I feel like without having the Sith Jedi situation, mm-hmm. um, like the threat for either one of them, you lose out on a lot of interest, well, at here, least for me. Well, here's the thing. And mm-hmm. let me just, I haven't read the book, so just take this with a grain of salt. Like the whole Sith rule of two and everything is was mm-hmm. a much newer um, thing. You know, right. back in the day, there were thousands of Sith. It was a full civilization. Yeah. So I don't know what level of the Sith are at in this period of time, but I would bet that there are more Sith in the High Republic era than there were. Well, it's a few generations later. back. Yeah. So unless they, they think, unless they go away from what the from what they the canon previously was, it should still be rule of. To territory for I'd have for to the look Sith. up. Well, there, there's a. I'd have to look it up. There's a specific, and this is this is EU stuff, so it might be legend mm-hmm. at this point. But like, there is a specific timeline when the rule of two kind of became a thing. Well, yeah, but it, like, even if you look back from like where uh, uh, what's his face, like Palpatine was, right? It's about you know two to three generations back. Mm-hmm. So well, counting back from that, like we know that the rule of two two was still in effect because what was his Darth Plagueis was his. So yeah, master. so here it is. So it was the rule of two was not started until 188 BBY, mm-hmm. and the High Republic spans 300 BBY to 82 BBY. So there is portions of the High Republic that exist prior to the rule of two existing, as was okay. brought of the Dark Jedi count conflict. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Either way, I, I'm just I'm curious to see what they do for the villains, basically here. Um, there's lots of do, to do. I mean, like we don't have to go with the classic situation, but 
um, yeah, like it'll be interesting to see like where they try to find this villain. But I, mm-hmm. I really like like the thing that interests me the most is always the Sith versus Jedi aspect of it. The rest of it, I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, we'll have to see who. How are you feeling on it? I was, I was about to say before we move on to anything, before I say anything, we've successfully done what we were supposed to do every episode. We are now arguing about Star Wars. Congratulations. Exactly. Fire, it again. Chat. Uh, no, but you want to know what we didn't we're, talk about? The actual news that was listed in the article is that Amanda. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Amanda Stenberg. Um, I hope I said that right. Um, Aman- yeah, Amanda is the, Stenberg. Is going to be the yeah. lead in the Acolyte. Yeah, I have no idea what she's from. <laughs> Me neither. That's why. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm not familiar with her, but um, good for her, I suppose. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. in a movie called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Sounds uh, promising. Dear, dear, <laughs> Evan never seen Hansen. it. Never seen it. Never seen it. So it looks like she's just been in some. She's been in yeah. some movies, but it just has certainly been. not. Like I, I am not opposed to getting more like no name actors for shit because I, I think you can easily find gems, and I think that. You know, what other way are we going to get no-name actors to come and bring yeah. in some new talent, right? Well, they, so, she, I'm all for it. Yeah, it looks like she had a Netflix series called The Eddie um, mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Okay. So, yeah, she's been in some stuff. I just hope that they don't give her the uh, same treatment as they did with What's-Her-Face. Yeah, well, we don't talk about that. Uh, uh, wait, forgot which, her name. Which one? Reva. Oh, we forgot to talk Reva, about Reva. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They did that character. Um, that character Moses... could have been great, and they did her so dirty. Can't remember her last name is. Um, um, but anyways, all right, let's go ahead and move on. Now that we're done arguing about this. Hold on, there was there, there was one thing that we we forgot. Like in addition yeah. to this, like didn't Simon Pegg get in trouble for like shitting on Star Wars fans or saying Star Wars fans are shitty, and then all of a sudden Star Wars fans were shitty to him, basically proving what he said. Something like that. Did you guys hear about yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, that does not surprise me in the slightest bit. It's kind no. of the best and the absolute worst, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I just, I, it rung a bell and popped into my memory because you were just talking about, like, you know, yeah. basically, you know, between uh, Moses, uh, can't remember what her freaking last name is, um, and then you've got, like, the sh- people shitting on Daisy Ridley, people shitting on uh, John Boyega, people shitting on Kelly Marie Tran. It's like, dude, like, you guys are the worst. Stop being assholes. Yeah. Like, for well, the longest time. People just don't know where was... to direct their anger. Like, it's not but, at the actors and the actresses, right? It's no, like, but whoever it's... put together the script, like, they just made a shitty script. Like, the actors just read off the lines. Well, this one's, it's just this, whole... this particular one is being done with the co-creator from Russian Doll. So, I yeah. mean, that show is. That was a really good show. Pretty good. So, I mean, they yeah. got a good, they got a, it looks like they've got a good, like, showrunner. So, we'll, we'll see what yeah. happens. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's go ahead Moving and move on. on to the next thing here. We're going to move out of the movies and TV. We're going to be going over to the news now. There's only one segment here, but it's a pretty interesting one. Vince McMahon, he fires another person. No surprise there. But <laughs> this time, it just so happens to be himself. He has decided to, quote-unquote, retire, conveniently, as he's investigated <laughs> for being involved, uh, I guess, with multiple people in the uh, in the company. Mm-hmm. So, very no, Mc- typical. No, McMahon? McMahon? Involved with multiple people? No. Women, a total of $12 million to keep quiet about the quote-unquote, alleged affairs with them. It's like, dude, listen, mm-hmm. you don't fork out 12 million bucks if you didn't do anything wrong. So, 
No, um, yeah, exactly. The WWE found out about this stuff and was like, "Yeah, we need to we need to look into this." Um, and so he's still literally being investigated, um, but he's yeah. he's he's and on so, his way out, and his daughter has taken over Stephanie McMahon in in um, in name, but not as actual authority. She's the co-CEO, was what I read. Okay, co-CEO. Nick Con- Nick Khan is the other one. Yeah, Nick Khan. He was the president of WWE. Underneath okay. the CEO of Vince McMahon. So he has been elevated, and then she has stepped in. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, well, I mean, do you guys watch wrestling at all, or no? No, not sure. I haven't watched wrestling in, since the Ultimate Warrior was a thing. So that that sounds like a long time ago. I have no idea. That was a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bro, well, uh, before you were born, my dude. On, say it again. Before you were born, my dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I I don't really. I've caught a few episodes. Like there was a, a small time whenever I would I wouldn't even say a few. I, I a good amount. Um, because there was a small time whenever I got invested in a, in it a little bit, um, because my uncle used to watch it a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it quickly just kind of faded away for me. Yeah, so. I, I did some time with like the Stone Cold Steve. I mean, I when I was younger, you know, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage and Ric Flair, who fucking crazily enough is still has Ric Flair has now been wrestling longer than the WWE has been run by Vince McMahon, which <laughs> that's that's freaking scary if you think about it. Like that dude's still yeah, like yeah. jumping in the ring and I, he's gotta be like pushing eighty now. Um yeah, is dude. It, well isn't the big show like the same? Like didn't the no, big show No the big show's not that no. but like Triple no, H, yeah. he doesn't wrestle anymore. He's the executive vice president of talent acquisition for uh, WWE and also happens yeah. to be married to uh the Vince daughter McMahon's McMahon. daughter. Yeah. Stephanie Steph- McMahon, yeah. But yeah, I watched it during like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I remember when like The Rock first came out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend that was really into it, so we like get drunk and watch it. But yeah, that was back in the day. All right, fair enough. Well, <laughs> let's move on to the gaming stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the release, the long-awaited release of Multiverses. Yeah, uh, early access only. Oosh. It's not the full release yet. Full release isn't until the twenty-sixth. You got four more days. For open beta to start. Gotcha. So okay. Four, now we're four only more days access. until we hit yeah. it. Yep. So you said that you have something to say about this. <laughs> I love the game. I mean, the game is just everything that it's it's supposed to be. And then some. they made some tweaks from the last mm-hmm. beta to now uh, to help make some characters feel a little better and nerf some that are other. Uh, um, but Did they change the blocking? Made, uh, there is no blocking. There was never any blocking. Or oh no, the rolling—that's what it was. Uh, the dodging. They, yeah, there they, was an issue with the. Yeah, some I don't remember what my issue was. Now I don't know if you remember what my issue was, but no, I don't remember what your block. issue was. I remember you bitching about that. W- w- was it that? Yeah, you said you didn't like that you couldn't block that you had to dodge everywhere. Um, oh, okay. But then yes, I stand yeah. by it. <laughs> yeah, they 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 weren't taking that back. There's no blocking in the game. There's dodging ah. and dodging, and that's it. Just dodging. fail. Uh, they want to make it faster. The blocking just brings a turtle situation. In. And it's about getting your uh, characters, if you want to do the more like defensive stuff, there are more defensive characters, tank, mm-hmm. tank-like characters. Um, plus, it just it's it, it highlights the team play a little bit better. Um, and that's really what they're focusing on is the 2v2 aspect of it. Right. Uh, 
so anyway, um, along with uh, or today was an announcement that on the 26th that there will be uh, two new or uh, new characters coming in um, on the 26th and mm-hmm. Rick and Morty being one mm-hmm. one announcement, which is great. And the other one, LeBron motherfucking James is coming. Space James, game. LeBron James. Sp- I don't give a shit what fucking version of LeBron James it is. I don't want him in the goddamn game. I mean, why why do you want him in the game? But okay, here's the, okay, here's the issue I have. Uh-huh. This game is positioned kind of at a point to where you've got casual players who can identify with the characters and it's kind of cool. That'll bring them in, they'll play. And then it also appeals to more hardcore competitive players in how they've done the balancing and tuning and kits, right? Mm-hmm. So it's got that that enough to fit to both. The problem is when you bring in a character, a polarizing celebrity like LeBron, the players on one spectrum, the more hardcore players, a lot of them are probably going to look at this and go, oh, God, why is this guy in the game? You're just pandering to casuals. Um, now I see who your audience is. You just want this to be a bunch of young kids who love LeBron Space Jam. Space Jam LeBron's in the game now. And it just, it I, I think it, skews your target audience um mm-hmm. a little bit in the direction that um is more casual but doesn't really establish longevity because the well, casual player is super finicky well I, I gotta say like whenever i saw that he was coming in i was like uh really like we're gonna bring him in just because like i just feel like he doesn't fit but then nope. again like i've there's a couple characters already in there that I'm like, I feel like these guys don't fit. But he's definitely the one that I feel like fits the least out of the bunch. Well, yeah. Who, who else do you feel doesn't fit? Human counterpart versus the rest, which are all truly like exactly. fantastical. Like, they're fiction, fictional characters. Creations. Yeah. So I, I am like, right. So like, I understand that they, you know, wiggled him in through the route of, um, uh, Space Jam, but like I still like there just isn't enough of a disconnect there for me to be like it's sweet. Just, it's just a press push, man. It's just for clicks. Yeah, I mean it really doesn't. It could have been anybody, whoever they at the same time though. It's just he luckily has a connection through Space Jam to get snuck in there without anybody getting crazy about it, you know? Yeah, but I guess that's the thing is that like it it makes me think like a little bit less of the game i guess that they would be like yep. willing to do that like it loses a little yeah. bit of the integrity of the game for me i suppose no i get that correct but It'd either like way if, like if uh, if lebron showed up in street fighter you'd be like what exactly yeah, yeah. it's just like yeah, yeah come on i don't know yeah, but ex- it, it is what here's it is. the what funny thing the funny thing though is like everybody who's I think had a chance to play test him so far. Has said he's actually kind of good. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure they made him yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's that again. That's the other problem. Like anybody who's a celebrity who gets in, they're automatically going to have like a good kit because you know you paid money for a lot of money for them to their likeness to be in the game. Like that's well, garbage. Duh. I know. It's just it's just it doesn't feel good and it doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth. Yeah. Anyway, not all games. For me, it would be nice if they were balanced, and you basically, whenever you release a character, there's already like a hard counter to it somewhere, so that you know you have you should have a soft counter and a hard counter for every character in a fighting game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, you know, yeah. Look, it doesn't matter if there's a hard counter to that character. If I suck ass at that character, I'm gonna bang my head against it (laughs) with the guy I know the best. You know what I mean? In a competitive environment. 
So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think the point is is that like the one lesson that we've learned out of this is that not all game companies can be Riot Games. So <clears throat> Oh, for the always God! To, um, um, you do realize you do realize <laughs> that the guys who the, the developers of this are all X Riot, right? Yeah, they left and then they can't make anything. Oh no! Don't it, no, yeah, I can't, uh, don't give me that crap. <laughs> <laughs> they, they lost the magic sauce, dude. It's oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> all right, let's let's go ahead and move on. Um, so this is a pretty interesting one for all you. We have a, a large amount of people that are listening right now that played at least Diablo Immortal, um, but it fell off. I would say fairly hard after the first month or so, but now they have a new huge update coming. So it might actually be. It's worth, already out. It's already out. Oh, it's already out. Twenty first. Uh, I was actually going to ask you <laughs> how, like, when is it coming and how does it look? Um, in theory, at least. But now you can tell us practically how it is. Yeah. No. I mean, I've been. I haven't had a chance to really dig into it. Um, I have watched some videos on it. Um, so they've done a couple of what I think is pretty interesting things um, that I think will allow you to maintain some enjoyment in your grind i don't know really a good way to 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 spin Mm -hmm. it but um so they've they've implemented the class change which i think is the big one of the big stories here which is every seven days Mm -hmm. you can change your class so your necro today you change into a wizard you can play a wizard for seven days and go back to your necromancer um or you could then go to a crusader or a barbarian or 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 there's no there's no cost there's no lit. You can't. It's not like you can only do it once a month. It's every seven days, infinitely. Um, the only catch is that um, your legendaries for the class that you currently are will be unequipped and be unavailable for you to use, and they will give you a set of. I forget what they called them. There's a name to the gear. It doesn't drop in the game. <laughs> Comparable. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh I see. It, oh, oh, oh it I know what you're talking about. I don't remember equal, the name of it. It gives you the an equal statted item. So it'll be the mm. same like item level with the same like stats. So if yours was like 77 strength, 77 intelligence, it would be and you switch to a barbarian, it would be 77. I'm sorry, 77 fortitude, 77 intelligence as a necro, you'll have like 77 fortitude, 77 strength. But it does it's not a set piece. And it's not right. a le- and it doesn't have a legendary effect. It's yeah, just, you're not going to get it's that just, effect. But it, but it, but so you don't necessarily lose stats. You just so then you just got to farm your legendaries. Um, the other thing is that it doesn't convert set items. So um, if you go from a strength class, you know, which is your three melees, to the um, to the um, to a to a intelligence based class or vice versa. Mm-hmm your set items no longer can be worn. So your set items have to match your stat. But if you change from like a necromancer to a wizard, then your set items on the, you know, the left side, boots and gloves and rings and stuff, you don't have to right. get new ones. Since the set item grind is like the bigger grind of the game, really, um, that does kind of suck. But once you get a set for each stat, you know, strength and intelligence side, then you're set. You know what I mean? So, right. Uh, 
I think it's a pretty interesting thing. I like that it's free. I think that it's cool that they give you equally statted gear. So you're just right up to the races running where you were. They reset your Paragon points. You get to pick your, you get to redo your whole appearance from scratch for that class. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they just go, oh, this head is head number three. So we're going to give you head number three of this class. You get to actually rebuild your character's look. Right. All, All of the features. So that's nice. Okay. Well, I mean, there's, there is. I mean, lots of benefits there. Then mm-hmm. I definitely think that will help out with the grind. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you like, like, think about it. If you're a PvP player, mm-hmm. and there's a patch where all of a sudden another class is OP. Like, say you like to play melee classes, and this right now Crusaders are really strong, and then there's a patch, and now monks are badass. Press a button. You yeah, know what I mean. Right and go it, grind yeah. for a little bit of legendary pieces. Your set items are still good and you're off to the races to play again and, and check out this new class. So I think that's really that actually creates a very interesting environment. Um yeah. for you to play. I, and also you don't have to like be like, "Oh great, I'm managing six alts because I want to try all the different classes." Like that's really the big thing is they're record on X ready to go. Yeah, yeah they're recognizing the they're recognizing the grind and how much, you know, effort it takes to get a character back up to a level to where um, they're viable again, and they don't want players to be stuck having to do that um, and abandoning uh, characters altogether, right? So once yeah, they I think it's like, it, yeah, all right, you can. Switch. Yeah, I think you're definitely you're definitely hitting it there. I also think there's the that they because they changed the like the core mechanics of what a Diablo game is. Like, let's be honest. Yep. Like in Diablo three, a new season starts, and and there's guides you know are all about how to get to max level in three hours. It's not Correct. about the leveling. Whereas in this game, it's all about the leveling. And your Paragon doesn't transfer. Like in Diablo 3, you get to Paragon 1000. Any character you make will be Paragon 1000. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to re-grind those levels. So right. they've, they've made it easy for you to try the different things. And then you kind of can't get mad when they nerf your class. Because you're like, oh, just make a different switch. switch. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Fair enough. Well, I think I might, I might hop back in and, you know... Give it a little little test to well, see yeah, if you feel better about it. And there's some more stuff. They've got this new thing called the Hero's Journey, which is basically their end game um, like quest thing. So it's underneath the achievements tab, and it gives you all kinds of like objectives and rewards are things like um, legendary crests, platinum, aspirant keys. Um, so you can actually get the legendary crests that drop the um, you know the 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 five star. Um, legendary gems um and stuff like that so there's some pretty good stuff in there um and then they've got multiple events coming so they've got a um, adventurous path event which can get you um, keys and legendary crests and then they've got a new heliquary boss and then they've got the hungry moon new cosmetic and then they've got 36 new class legendary items total dang that's a lot yeah yeah so there's a full there's a legendary for every slot for every class and the legendaries they said this time are based around um damage over time effects to to so all of the stuff is to help you boost your damage over time abilities so you to and the goal is to create completely new builds now with these legendaries so i think that's a really interesting way to go about it is to like have like all of them be based on a certain type of game gameplay, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then now now people are going to be looking at all these new skills that they didn't use before because there was no legendary that made them stronger. 
Do you know what I mean? Right. So that's I think that's going to be pretty interesting. I think that's nice to to do that. So I agree. I, I think you know I'm curious to see what it does to the player base. We'll have to see, but um, I definitely think it'll recapture a good group. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, this is the stuff that you want is, like, now that the class changes in, you, that's what you want. Like, hey, here's an event for this month. Here's this month's event. Here's uh, some new items. Go grind for the new items. Try the new builds and play the event. Like, if they can get into a rhythm like that, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to the next topic, and that's going to be Resident Evil 8 Village. Um, you... They're having a, uh, some DLC come out, and you finally get to play as the baddies, including the almighty Lady Demetrius. So, I don't know if you guys... Did you guys play it, or no? Nope, I didn't. No, not the mm-hmm. DLC, obviously, but the, the game no. itself. No, I oh, no. man, it was really good. Um, it wasn't, like, the best, that's for sure, but it was it was very good. Um but playing as her is going to be super fun. I don't know if anyone's interested, but if you see the trailer, um, you get to play as uh, at least two of the big bads. So it'll be like, and playing as her especially, oh, it looks like a blast. So I am definitely going to be playing this. Um, definitely one of the cooler DLCs for a Resident Evil game that I've seen. Hopefully it's not as much of a letdown to play it as it was to see the character in the game from what I've heard. Like she was a she was very I mean like boss. she had a good role, but yeah, like she was not a like one part of the problem is that like you could like very easily like she was super predictable, let me put it like that. I don't want to ruin stuff for people who haven't played it, but she was very predictable as far as like difficulty of beating. So that part was easy. And yeah, she didn't have nearly as big of a role as people thought she was going to have. So yeah, like there is a bit of that. But, you know, I'm glad that you're going to, they're going to be able to utilize her more now. So we'll see. Um, But yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing though, since I'm the only one that's played that one. Uh, (laughs) There is a new DBZ game. So Dragon Ball Z game coming. And it's going to be a horror game. And on top of that, that's not all. Uh, we It may confirm Frieza as bi. I don't even know why we care about that. But sure, I guess. Is this not um, the weirdest headline for an article you've ever seen? Yeah, it's... Um, there's so many like strange things there. I don't even know how to begin with. But you know, taking away the the very random ass comment of uh, making firm Frieza as by part, um, Dragon Ball Z horror game seems odd. No, I mean you guys all played, or I think you all are not played. I'm sorry, saw uh, Dragon Ball Z, right? Incorrect. Oh. Man, I, okay. I, come on, like you gotta I remember. You have, right? What? Um, You've played or seen Dragon Ball Z? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So, I mean, like a horror game, you can imagine that like doesn't really like super fit, right? Nah, I don't know, man. It's weird. Everything about it seems weird. I'm not, I'm not yeah. exactly sure how to, uh, how to digest that one, to be honest. Yeah, I'm curious what they're going to do with it. Um, you know, there's a bit of a trailer... Here, but I just I'm not seeing the um, the aspects of the tournament. Also, looks super super cheesy. 
So, mm-hmm. um, but that's very on point for DBZ games, at least console <laughs> games for it. So, is what it is. Uh, but yeah, go have yourself a look. It's interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and move on to the next part, and this one's going to be Mario Strikers, first big free DLC. Um, I think, Muggin, you're the only one that's interested, yeah, or not the, interested, these, but... Well, these new, these, new two, these other two are just quick update notes, so Mario right. Strikers getting their first free DLC. It's got two characters, Shy Guy and Daisy. Uh, everybody was pissed Daisy wasn't in it. Well, now you know why, because she's free DLC. Um, there's a new course, there's new cosmetics, there's new gear to get. Um, and they also, in that same thing, basically said there's going to be two more free DLCs in 2022 for the game. So that's nice uh, support from Nintendo post-launch, especially since the game only came out a month ago. Uh, I'm going to be picking it up pretty soon here, so I'll let you know. Uh, you know, Battle Soccer, let's go. There we go. Exactly. Yeah, and Shy Guy is supposed to be busted. So you know, Shy Guy's the oh. man. Shy Guy's always the man. What were we gonna say? Who's? Yeah, I was gonna say like you know, it, it was a game that was kind sort of on my radar. I never played any other Strikers, but I like the way they look of it, and I've been getting into more like you know, soccer type stuff. But say you love FIFA, like arcadey right? soccer. Yeah, because like, arcadey soccer is definitely something that I'm interested in seeing. This is this out. is better FIFA in my book. Oh God. <laughs> well, I mean. To be honest, FIFA's a shit game, but it's the best soccer game out there, so... compared <laughs> to Mario Strikers, bro. Uh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, this, these are facts here. I'm spitting facts. <laughs> <laughs> spitting hot um, fire. All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to the last thing here. And as you said, it's kind of a little update. But No Man's Sky, another huge update. Um, Muggin. Another one. Yeah, so this is the 20th post-launch update. Let's just. It is crazy breathe, that they've had that many. Breathe that in crazy. for a second, um, and and also note that all twenty updates were huge and free. Um, you know, uh, this one looks pretty bonkers. They've completely overhauled fleets, so now you can have this like giant Star Trek like starship that you build and maintain and kit out, and it's got all kinds of crap you can do inside of it, and you can take your fleets through space and have bigger combats and all kinds of stuff. So it's, I don't know. It's a pretty, (laughs) uh, it looks pretty crazy. Um, I just, it's just the amount of content they've added to this game for free is insanity to me. So I know they're working on their next game, um, which is not no man's sky Two, which is also kind of cool because you're like, they're going to continue to support this and then have this new game. So right. Be pretty sweet. Definitely. Um, that's one game that I'm just constantly impressed by, and especially the dev team behind it. They're so nice, so generous, and you know, loyal to their word. I've never seen a team, how should I say, just get back on the horse after having such bad PR at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, they were really getting hammered. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode, everyone. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And um, Hooch, we are going to miss you terribly. Thank God you're going to be coming back on occasion. And uh, <laughs> also, obviously, for anyone that wants to talk to me, still going to be in the Discord. So, you know, you can always hit him up. Um, but, yeah, thanks very much for the memories, bro. Not a problem, man. Always, uh, As I said, always a good time. 
And, uh, you know, it's going to be weird not, not gearing up for these every Friday night. But It's uh, bittersweet, right? Because you're going to be like, oh, yeah. fuck, yeah, I have, I have this extra time. But then you're like, <laughs> who am I going to talk to about these games, though? <laughs> oh, I'm, mm-hmm. You know what? Actually, if I get bored one night, I might actually pop into the hangout and just give you guys you shit. And there you go. Send a yeah, bunch of, uh, just try to make you crack up. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Muggin. Thank you. All right. And we will see you guys next time. Peace. Laters.